0: Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 11, Chanukah, Section 1, The Enduring Holiday of Chanukah. The Talmud describes in a brief passage the story of Hanukkah, which occurred during the Second Temple era. Quote, When the Greeks entered the temple, they defiled all the oils therein. When the Chashmonayim, the Hasmoneans, prevailed, and defeated the Greeks, they searched and found only one cruise of oil that was marked with the seal of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, but which contained sufficient oil for only one day's lighting. Yet a miracle was performed there, and they lit the menorah for eight days with this oil. Another year, these days were designated a holiday with the recitation of Hallel, with the recitation of Hallel and with thanksgiving. That comes from the Gemara in Mesachas Shabbos. It is likewise forbidden to fast or to deliver eulogies on these days. That comes from Megillas Tanis. The sages established many holidays during the Second Temple era to thank God and to rejoice over the salvations that God performed for Israel. These holidays are all mentioned in Megillas Tanis. Many of these holidays commemorate the victories of the Chashmanayim. The 13th of Adar was Yom Nicanor or Nicanor Day, when the Chashmanayim defeated a large Greek army and killed their commander, Nicanor. The 14th of Sivan was the day that they conquered Caesarea. The 22nd of Elul was when the Hashmanaim killed the apostates who refused to repent. The twenty-third of Marcheshvan was when the Chashmonaim destroyed the brothel that the Greeks had built near the Holy Temple, and the twenty-fifth of Marcheshvan is when they conquered the Shomron, Samaria, and began settling it. However. After the destruction of the Second Temple, the sages abolished Megilas-Tanis because all of the wonderful things that happened on those days were no longer relevant and thus no longer constituted a reason to rejoice. One may even fast or deliver eulogies on these once-celebrated days. Only Hanukkah remains of all of those days as the sages explain, because of the unique miracle of the oil that it commemorates, and the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles that the sages had enacted to publicize this miracle. And since we already observe the mitzvah of lighting the Hanukkah candles, we also preserve the other aspects of the holiday. We thank God on the holiday by inserting Al Hanisim into our prayers. We praise God for saving his people by reciting Hallel, and we refrain from fasting and eulogizing throughout the holiday. In order to better understand the significance of the Hanukkah holiday and the miracle of the oil, which are the only remnants of all of those holidays that used to exist during the Second Temple era, we must spend some time elaborating on the events of those days and their meaning. To summarize, the sages established many rabbinic holidays to commemorate victories and salvations that occurred for the Jewish people during the time of the second base of Mikdash. The sages recorded these holidays in a document known as Tanis. After the second base of Mikdash was destroyed, all of these holidays were voided, except for Hanukkah, which we still celebrate. What does Hanukkah commemorate? The Talmud relates that when the Jewish Chashmonayim defeated the Greeks, they found only one uncontaminated cruise of oil with which to light the menorah, but instead of lasting for one day, the oil lasted for eight. Despite the destruction of the second base of Megdash, we continue to celebrate Hanukkah because of this special miracle of the oil that occurred on it. A note from me about Rev. Malamed's fascinating framing of the Hanukkah holiday. There is a major tension in framing what Hanukkah commemorates. Traditionally, the oil miracle receives major emphasis. That's what the Talmud emphasizes, and popularly, that's what many people think about when they think of the story of those days. But on the other hand, I mean, the oil seems to be but a tiny part of the story. The Jewish people fought and won a war. That war was against a rather significant enemy with an ethos contrary to and at times explicitly hostile to Judaism. This victory gained the Jewish people political sovereignty in the land of Israel. With that sovereignty, they brought the base migdash from dormant and defiled to rededicated and operational. Shouldn't that be the real story? Any one of those pieces? Why are we emphasizing this kind of random ancillary, ancillary afterthought miracle, which, after all, accomplished what exactly? Indeed, those sorts of questions are what motivates the Rambam. Who begins his own telling of Hanukkah in the Mishnah Torah with a story of military victory, a story of re- Jewish religious freedom, of regained sovereignty, and of a purified base Middash. Only within that story does the Rambam then mention that, yes, of course, the miracle of the oil also occurred and also is important. So which approach will Ravmalamid take? The traditional slash Talmudic emphasis on the miracle of the oil or the more politically-minded, broader context emphasis on the victory that surrounded that miracle, which we see in the Rambam. Well, Rav Malamed here does something absolutely brilliant. He opens his chapter on Hanukkah by immediately citing the Talmudic narrative, quoting it directly. To the question of, my Hanukkah, what is Hanukkah? He provides the traditional answer, emphasizing the oil. But he then steps back and says, Hey, if you think that the political element of the day seems absent, you've actually got it wrong. The political element is so important, so essential, that we actually have dozens of holidays throughout the year devoted to it. In fact, the political element, strictly speaking, is the main motivation for creating these rabbinic holidays. The Talmud, which de-emphasizes the political, only does so because it's interested in why we still celebrate Hanukkah despite the loss of those essential political achievements. In this way, Rav Malamed accomplishes two literary slash theological goals. First, he sustains the classic traditional telling of the Hanukkah story. If the Talmud opens up with the oil miracle, then his book too should open up with the story of the miracle. Literarily, or externally, he mirrors the traditional telling. Second, he nonetheless manages to give full prominence to the political aspects of the Hanukkah narrative. It is the victory, the sovereignty, the ability to practice Judaism that is the initial core of the day, while the oil miracle only helps explain the holiday's perseverance. One might say, the miracle is why we celebrate, but it is not what we celebrate. What do we actually celebrate on Hanukkah? Political achievements of the day. In this way, Rav Malamid literally aligns himself with the Talmud, but theologically aligns himself with the Rambam. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Malamid Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corinne Publishers.